we love that. That brings joy to us. That back and forth. That just, you know, that's just what we like. So, you want to play that game? We can play that game. It's cool. You know, it's it's all it's all on in between the lines. Like we're we're competing for something huge. Like so, we're not. You know, it's never personal. I don't care who I'm talking to. It's just a person right here, and I'm just gonna say what I feel, and I'm gonna do what I feel too. And that's what they're gonna do. And we appreciate. Like you know, if you you bring it and we we on that, that's cool. But you know, what we look for that's what you saw happen. You saw ain't no running in the hill, man. We climb up the chimney. Yeah, for sure. We ain't ducking no fun, smoke, man. man. We're going to let everybody know we're here. We're going to play hard, trying to get a win. And if you don't like it, oh well. And you might as well bring it, so. You're going to cry what the baby's going to do. I'm done with all that bluffing on the court because them guys do a lot of bluffing, so, you know. I'm from the bluff city, man. We don't do no bluffing, man. Nation, what's going on? We are so happy to be back with another episode. It feels like I don't know for whatever reason myself. I feel like it's been two weeks, but um, it's been a week. So <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the No Bluffing Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Ingram. Here is always are my amazing co-host that I'm so grateful for. So grateful. That y'all taking this journey with me, man. Um, I don't talk about that a lot, but uh, when I made the phone call and reached out to these two people, they um, it wasn't really a lot of blowback at all. It was like, man, we see the vision, we we like what you know, what what, what where you're going with it, and uh, it was an easy transition into starting this thing. So I really appreciate y'all. So um, we have Luke. And we have Nicole. How y'all doing? I'm good. You know, it's cold outside where I'm at. I don't like that. I hate, I don't like it when it's cold. Brings it's me down, but I'm good. It, Is it cold ridiculous. where you are? I'm afraid it's freezing. It's, it's hurting cold, bro. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's hurting cold. When I went to the gym this morning, it was hurting my body to be yep. out there. And my nephew went with me for the first time and he walked out the house with no, no jacket on. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, that's a youngin that's a youngin right there <laughs> yeah man that's that it did a young metabolism the young uh immune system the young everything just they just man they can go making me sound old nicole how you feeling how you doing how was your week i'm good uh my week was all right just happy to be here well, with the weather and stuff i personally like i'd never heard of rsv um until i had a child i thought it was a child sickness um but apparently there's been a big thing going around it's a lot of stuff you know that's going around so take care of yourself man take your vitamin c take your elderberries your emergencies your orange juice your hot teas and honeys and gingers and you know if you can work out sleep get you some rest yes good one good one luke yeah take care of your body man uh Mm -hmm. so you only get one you know so um we got some Great stuff to talk about today. Um, maybe a little bit different than what you normally uh, hear to, to listen to, but it all ties in at the end of the day, and we'll touch a little bit more on that here in a second. Uh, but before we do, as always, y'all know what's coming. It's the news with Nicole. All right, y'all. So this one is just going to be a little quick uh, news run because I really want to get into what we're talking about today. 
Um, so for the first one, we got the Miami Heat have been fined $25,000 for violating injury reporting rules. They failed to disclose an accurate game availability status for several players before their game on the 14th in OKC. And the Nets were just handed down the same exact fine for the same exact thing. So the league is not playing with these injuries, these these fake injuries. They're not playing with them. But that, I don't know, man. Yeah, they eat culture. Heat culture. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. The, uh, what they call it? Um, when Kawhi Leonard and everybody started doing it a couple years ago. Uh, Load management. Load management. Like, I understand it, but, like, your whole team going on an injury report, like, that's crazy. I know we had a, lo- a long list, what, a couple weeks ago, but, like, your whole team, damn near, that's crazy. Yeah. But they don't care. They're trying to win championships. They don't care about the regular season at all down there. Exactly. See, the Spurs, the Spurs doing it right. Their players get injured in the first half, and then they sit the second half so they can tank. They're doing it the right that's way. That's smart. Yeah, they're not injured pre gels in the first or second quarter. (laughs) All right, so for the next headline, uh, the all-star schedule has officially been dropped. It starts on February the 18th with the uh, Rising Stars game. And then the 19th is the NBA HBCU Classic. And then the 20th is the all-star game that night. So it's February 18th through the 20th, Salt Lake City, Utah. Tune in all three days. They're going to have their dunk contest, their three-point contest, the skills challenge, all of that good stuff. Is this the first uh, HBCU night they're having? Um, I'm not sure. I know it's going to be Morgan State versus Howard. I'm almost sure it's the first one. It's just ironic guessing Salt Lake, Utah. Yeah. That's 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 funny to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. You heard me chuckle. That's why. <laughs> but do your thing, NBA. I'm, I look. Hey, do your thing. I ain't mad at you. Nothing says uh, HBCU like uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Mormons. <laughs> My bad, Nicole. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so we finally got an update on the CBA between the NBA and the NBA Players Association. Um, they've mutually ex- agreed to extend the deadline to opt out of the current CBA from December the 15th to February the 8th. So they have until that time to exercise the opt out, and that will conclude on June the 30th of next year. Yeah. At that time. I just hope but, it don't you know, get that to that, um, like that lockout time a couple years back <clears throat> where it was like the whole summer they didn't do nothing. So it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. But in injury news, um, Steph Curry has been sidelined for a minimum of two weeks due to a shoulder subluxation. For those who don't know, that is when the humerus partially slides in and out of place with the other part of your shoulder. And it comes all the way out of the glenoid bone. Um, So it's kind of like a really, really bad dislocation. Luckily for him, he won't have to have surgery. But it is... It's it's a nasty injury. All well wishes for Steph. We don't like that. We don't like seeing players get injured, man. That sucks. Right. I wanted and a healthy on base. Christmas, too. I did, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's going to be the excuse when we whooped him. Right? <laughs> yeah, Steph wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. 
So the new power rankings came out as well. Um, the Grizzlies are number one in the West. We are number one in the power rankings. The Celtics mm. and Pelicans dropped to two and three. The Bucks dropped to four. And the Nuggets climbed up, climbed up four to number five. Oh, wow. So, and then John Moran also climbed up to number four in the MVP ladder. My boy is Flowers, man. Yes. I played I mean, with him. And that's what we were saying like a couple weeks ago. If they stay at the one seed, you gotta, you have to, you have to. Yep, you're right. We did talk about that. Next is coach of the year. That's the next yep. one. Well, cool, cool. Uh great news to hear. Uh, especially ended on some greasy news, like Nicole said, being number one and everything that's coming with that. Um, I cannot wait for this stretch we got. I mean, these next three games that we'll talk about more so our prediction at the end of the episode, as we always do. Uh, but these next three games outside of tonight, uh, which y'all know, as always, we record on Saturdays. We do have the last game of our prediction from last week uh, tonight against the Thunder. And um, then we kick it over to um, the other three games. Again, we'll talk about that later. But I'm excited for this stretch. So uh, before we get into our main topic of the day, uh, we did play some basketball games uh, since we last talked. Um, the Grizzlies begin a lot of risk, unusually like it's just really weird to see us get two days off at a time like i'm so used to like my schedule my body is almost just used to at six or seven o'clock every other day turning on valley or whatever i'm watching it on and watching the grids and it's like that extra day is throwing off my whole just vibe it's throwing off my schedule i don't know what to watch i don't know what to do um and it's always been weird like i feel like the more rest that we get even though we're a young team it's like they always find a way to just come out flat i don't know if it's the partying or they don't get the rest but they handle business this week man they handle business so um if you did not see first i'm gonna go to the most recent game let's talk about that the 41 point win against the milwaukee bucks like i seen some people on Twitter talking about, oh, they came off a back-to-back and we debunked that myth that was not a back-to-back. They had a night of rest. They just want to always come up with a way that the Grizzlies, like, we finesse a win without just being talented. Like, it's not a re- – it's no other reason why we're number one in the West and number one in the power rankings other than we got Job Morant. That's a beast. We got a hell of a team, a hell of a coach, a hell of a front office, and our head is on straight this year. So – um, man, reactions to the 41 point blowout. Nicole, we're gonna start with you. Um, I loved it, obviously. <laughs> um, I was super proud of those dudes. Um, that was Grizzlies basketball. I mean, they went out there, they did what they were supposed to do. The bench came out and kept the momentum going, the rookies came out and kept the momentum going. Taylor mm-hmm. Jenkins was amazing with his timeouts, with his rotations. Everything was just beautiful. And if we keep this up, there's no reason why we can't win 60 games. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like that wasn't a win. It was a dismantling of a championship team. Like they, they from the get-go, man, they were like – the Bucks had nothing. They didn't have anything. And, and that's the game that – I think a lot of people might've even had that game as a loss on the entire schedule. Like that's, a, that was going to be a tough game. Yeah, you did. You said two and one and I did not only did they come out and they won, but that's a, that's a big boy win that that's like top to bottom. That's, that's the kind of win that you remember when you win a championship. And then you ended with a wave, like 
<laughs> um, I think awesome. we all documented. Yeah, dude. Like, I ain't seen a wave in so long. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw it or was a part of it, except for I think because they're normally memory. awful. <laughs> for real, they're not good real. normally. Like, you ended on a wave, and you know, we documented on this podcast saying that you know, unbiasedly just looking at the landscape of the league, and now it's starting to look like national media getting their act right. Um, in regards to talking about us being one of the top teams in the West and in the NBA. Um, yeah, we were documented saying that we believe that, that the Grizzlies have what it takes to make it to the championship, especially if they're fully healthy. And you would think that a team like a Milwaukee Bucks, possibly a Boston Celtics, that's looking like the top two in the East right now, that those are the type of teams that you're going to see. And so to just let them know, like, no matter what, we're going to punch y'all in the mouth. We don't care about y'all superstar. We don't care about y'all having three all-stars. We don't care about y'all having a seven-footer that can drain three. We don't care about you having Bobby Portis that has um, energy drink eyes, is what I'll say. Look like he always just charged up, ready to go and do something. We don't care about none of that. We will come out and punch y'all in the mouth. He one of them guys that I would love to have on our team. I don't really yeah. like playing him too much, but I would love to have him on our squad uh, if it ever worked out that way. Um, but man, it was just it was it was beautiful to see a forty point win. Uh, I'm mean, gonna lie to y'all. Um, the, the, the team cut up. Ja had a triple double, twenty five points, ten assists, ten rebounds. Uh, Jaron, our boy Jaron, he he had a not so great game uh, with the. I think he only had maybe three or four points, thirteen minutes. It was just. It wasn't his, his night, but I mean, trouble. yeah, yeah. I mean, he was due for one. I think in our Grizzly group chat, it may have been Andrew. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we were talking about placing bets and stuff, and he brought up the fact that, like, you know, we rooting for the guy to, to keep this streak going. But anybody is susceptible at some point to, you know, have an off game. It's gonna happen. And uh, shout out to him because sure enough, that was not Jaren's night. But we still maintain great defense on them, Dylan Brooks. My hats off to you. You played a hell of a game uh, defensively, bringing the energy. Um, it was it was just a good night, man. It was a good night. Do you see where Dylan is third in the NBA's like list of defensive player of the year right now? Mm-hmm. And in the grid has... spaces, thankfully Elon Musk put the spaces back. I don't know what was I don't know what's going on with that dude anyway. Let me be quiet because he may try to do some with our podcast, but um. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we like I, Tesla. It, yeah, man. Yeah, whatever you do. Yeah, robot uh, cars. Go ahead and go ahead and make the train too that you was talking about making that you can get from LA to New York in thirty minutes. We still ain't heard nothing Ooh. about that. But anyway, um, it was just um, it's one of my things with Dylan has been. I understand he hustles. I understand he gives effort and all that stuff. We talked about this in podcasts before. Uh, but one of my big things that I've talked about in spaces and personal conversations is that. You can't be considered a top, just just this amazing defensive player if the league is not recognizing you as the top or one of the top defensive players. Well, it's come to a point now where they are recognizing Dylan Brooks is one of the top defensive players in the league, and I gotta, you know, I gotta land my plane on that because you know the recognition is coming, um, and it'll be crazy to see us have two All NBA, two All Defensive uh, players at the end of the season. It's just gonna be crazy. Um, and that's keys to a, a championship. So, shout out to Dylan, man. Had them boys locked up. Uh, I wish he would have gotten to a fight with Chris Middleton because I just can't stand him sometimes. <laughs> well, Middleton grabbing his leg? Like, what the hell was that? 
Yeah, they should have threw him out for that. Yeah, they, uh, he yeah. definitely should have got a flagrant too. And then Bobby Portis, the scratch on Santi, I thought it was like trickling blood. No, no, he's gonna Those have gashes. Yeah, man. So, um, I guess what happens when you get beat up, you don't know what else to do besides fight. So, uh, they punched a hole in the wall. Don't come back to Memphis, man. Y'all stay up there in Milwaukee. Yeah, <laughs> we like the forum. No more punching. Yeah, get up out of here. But uh, yeah, amazing win. And then on uh Monday we played the Hawks. They came into town and uh, they pretty much kind of had a similar situation as us. We set a lot of players. They set a lot of players, and we still handled business. Um, uh, it wasn't really too much to talk about. Um, outside of the fact that it just shows again this year that we have. One of the deepest teams, even though we're super young, they just they find a way to get it done. They do. Coach Taylor Jenkins again. Shout out to him for having those guys ready night in and night out. Um, Kennedy Chandler, I think the more and more time that he's getting, he's getting more comfortable. Um, still would like to see that three ball get, you know, uh, a little consistent because they are leaving him open and he's so fast that if he can knock it God, down, his pump fakes and just taking off past somebody is gonna be lethal for him. So um Shout out to him. Shout out to David Roddy. Um, Dave he has Roddy, been man. super. He's been super consistent. Ah. What's your thoughts on Roddy? His his last couple games, man. Man, you know, like I I've screamed from the mountaintops that that should be Laravia's minutes, and I just feel like a big dumb idiot because because <laughs> Roddy has just become the better basketball. He's the better basketball player right now. Like, mm -hmm. and and he 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 is gaining confidence in his abilities and that's, what's crazy. That's what's making a difference because yeah. coach is throwing him out there on their best player. And he's like, I got this, you know, like he, mm -hmm. he's just doesn't seem phased by it right now. And yeah. that's pretty impressive considering how green he is still. Mm -hmm. Like I would have bet, yeah. I would have bet a lot of money that he would have been the one that ended up in the G league before LaRavia, but didn't happen. You both would have been broke. We would have yeah. been broke. Yeah. Me yep. and you. And, 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 and granted, LaRavia's just coming back from injury, so we got to give him a little time, I understand. But like you said, I mean, Roddy is submitting himself in that rotation. Uh, even when we get fully healthy, they're going to want to throw him out there a little bit. Uh, what about you, Nicole? What did you see with Roddy this week? Um, I saw everything that I've been telling everybody else, that he would get there, <laughs> that he would find his rhythm. And he has. I mean, it was just him finding his place where he fit in on the team, and he's found that on the second unit with Tyus and Dylan and Brandon Clark. So mm -hmm. I've been saying that. You, had, you have been saying that. You have been saying you that. Have. You have. That's for sure. Um, yeah, so shout out to them, man. Um, took care of business again. Tonight we got the Oklahoma City Thunder. I could not say that to save my life that time. But um, um We'll get into predictions a little bit later. Uh, well, we already talked about that game. So, yeah, we said we was going to get a dub. Don't matter dub. who plays. We got that number. So, let's get to the meat and potatoes of what we want to talk about today. Um, I text y'all. Um, it was pretty late last night, actually. I tried not to text y'all that late, um, especially with Nicole being an hour ahead of us. If it's late here where I'm at, and it's just even later where she is. So, um, but I wanted to um, just throw it out there. And we had a long conversation going back to what we talked about when I first started the pod, when I reached out to y'all, um, we had a very, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know how candid. to say it, but let's use, let's use candid. We had a candid conversation um, 
before we recorded one episode just about some of the things that we wanted to talk about on this podcast, some issues that we want to bring up. Um, not, you know, we, we're not trying to bring politics into sports. I know a lot of people had their thoughts about that already, uh, but just players as human beings and other things. And we start talking about just sharing some things in our personal life. And um, it hit me for whatever reason last night. I don't know why it just did. Um, it was going to be really easy to come here and talk about these last two games that we've had and the game coming up. I promise you, it's so much that we can talk about John Morant and you guys. I promise you. But um, for whatever reason, it hit me um, to talk about mental health in sports. Uh, sports ain't entertainment, you know, because sports, especially professional sports, is entertainment for us at the end of the day. I know some people take it so serious, like they're the ones out there shooting the balls and catching the passes and knocking the pucks into the goal, but we ain't. We just fans. Uh, we enjoy it. And, it, you know, a lot of times it is a getaway for us. Um, it's also a, a thing that brings us together. Um, us during this podcast, like, we did not know each other before um, our fandom of Grizzly basketball brought us together. Um, and that's one thing that I love about our group is that we are very diverse uh, not just in the physical, but, you know, we, we got other stuff outside of this that, you know, we can bring to the table um, to help each other's viewpoint. And so we got some news uh, this past week. And like I said, it's an open floor conversation. Uh, whatever happens uh, through this conversation, uh, I hope it's, it helps somebody. I'll just say that. Uh, we got some news from one. Um, former Memphis Grizzly, actually. So I guess we can tie this in a little bit, y'all. Uh, former Memphis Grizzly Tyrell T Terry, uh, which I had really high hopes for that guy because he was a he was a shooter in college, a great player. Um, yeah, he, was. he was here for a little bit. Yeah, he was here for a little bit and uh, came out very young, man. Very, very young. Um, it's, his age is is drifting me right now, but he can't be over 23, 24 years old. Um, and he came out with a statement this past week, basically saying that. Um, and I'm just summarizing. I'm not going to read the whole thing. If y'all want to reach out or go to his page, I'll let y'all do that. But basically, he, he he said at this time he wants to step away from the NBA. He's retiring from professional basketball at this time. And um, he cited just things that he's dealing with mentally um, in his life um, that he wants to focus his time on because basketball is just not important. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a game. Um, and, yes, you can make a lot of money doing it don't get me wrong i was a football player myself and i would love to be playing on sundays i promise you i would but um you know yourself and if you don't have your health whether it's physical or mental you have nothing and so number one i want to send my uh my prayers my strength my positive energy his way um and say that i'm proud that he was able to come out and do that because that takes strength to just say you know what i've worked my whole life for this dream that I have. And right now it's nothing more important to me than to making sure that I'm here to do the thing that I've been working so hard to do. And so I know that took a lot of strength. Um, we also had um, Josh Primo. We know that situation kind of has, you know, I, I guess you can say they've kind of pushed it under the rug at this point. The lawsuits have been dropped. I think they settled out of court on everything. Um, and from day one, Josh Primo and the Spurs, their whole thing was that they want him to get better mentally. Um, the allegations came out. We don't know if that's true. We don't know if it's not true. We will never know. And it ain't our business to know. I'm going to be honest with, uh, with everybody listening. Um, I just pray for everybody involved. And I hope that anybody that was affected um, 
gets the healing that they need um, to overcome it. Um, but his situation was cited um, in mental health. Um, and then the one that kind of, I think, knocked a lot of us off our feet. Um, I'm not a big Ellen DeGeneres watcher, I'll be honest. Um, I love what she does um, in the community. I love what she does as far as giving back. It's just I'm not a daytime TV watcher, so I didn't catch too much. Outside of when I was younger, I would watch Steve Harvey and Family Feud with my mom, Bob Barker, which surprised me. I didn't know he was as old. and I didn't even know Bob was still living. Shout out to Bob. Just had a birthday, I think. Um, but um, Bob Barker's Twitch. a man. Yeah, man. Yeah, he got me. You know, he, he, was, he was a boxer. Did you know that? No, I had no clue. Go back, go back and watch Happy Gilmore. You can see when he's boxing, when he throws that punch at Adam Sandler. Dude, dude has good form. Dude knows how to fight. Man, I had a good life, man. That's crazy. I did not know he was still living. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got the news. Uh, Twitch from the Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, DJ, well renowned, well loved on social media, and obviously well loved within his circle of friends and family. Um, we lost him to um, suicide um, a couple of days ago. And it was just so rough for a lot of people because I know my wife, I know other people that have, you know, seen him and his family on social media. I think just the day before they had posted like this, it's just such a, a, a happy TikTok. Like that's, I mean, the, the energy that he gave off, you know, and I'm not going to say gave because he's still giving the energy off. I'm pretty sure. Um, energy that he gives off man is just so pure so happy so joyful um and then i think maybe two or three days before that him and his wife had celebrated an anniversary um it's all these things and, and i and i'm learning myself um that is with this thing uh with depression and mental health and um everything that's surrounding it you try to make logical sense of it but it's one of those things that you will never be able to make logical sense of because it's not like just you breaking a bone and we say, okay, your bone is broken. We know we need to do to fix it. And in a couple months, you'll be back. To, you know, we'll, 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 you'll be back to normal, you know, for the most part, you may have some lingering effects for the rest of your life, but for the most part, your arm will be back. You'll be able to move it and pick up things, whatever you need to do. Well, it's not a lot of surgery and repairs you can do for the brain. I mean, yes, people have brain surgery. I get that, but it's not something that you can diagnose to a hundred percent and go in there and fix to where, okay, this person is well the next day. Um, it's just not. And, you know, we are coming out with different things. It's a, a big study in our world. But, man, it's just one of the things that hit a lot of people you wouldn't expect for what people on the outside would say, a, a guy that was so happy. And we lost a lot of people this year, not just celebrities. You know, I've friends, acquaintances, uh, myself, I'm pretty family. sure y'all have as well, family. Um, it's rough, man. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be quiet for a little bit. But um, number one, I want to start off with just a mental health checkup with y'all. Um, how are y'all doing mentally? How? Um, and again, you don't have to go into just detail, but I just want to check, you know, and see, you know, how's your mental health? Um, maybe even some things that you do um, to keep yourself going uh, when things get low. Because I know, like anybody else, you know, it's rough out here. And um, you got to find the motivation. You got to find something to get you through. So um, let's start with Nicole. Nicole, I'll start with you. And then, Luke, um, I'll get you to come behind her. So me personally, um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm extremely vocal 
about mental health, whether it be mine, men's athletes. I'm a huge advocate for uh, men's and professional athletes' mental health. I feel like it's not talked about enough, and when it is talked about, they try to just put it on the back burner. Like, it doesn't matter because they're men. But for me personally, um, it's been okay lately. Um, I have my moments, but the thing that I do personally is I find something that makes me happy, even if it's just the little things. If it's music, a movie, going outside and being with nature, you know, being around the animals, because I do have cats and dogs. Um, So for me, it's just the little things that kind of pull me out of a funk. I don't know about anyone else, but that's my advice is if it's mild, if you feel like you don't need to seek help, you can do something little. Just find something that makes you happy and kind of work it into your everyday life. But if you need help, don't hesitate to go seek some type of therapy or get put on a medication. Like there is no shame in in getting help for your mental. There is no shame whatsoever. And that especially goes for the men. If you need help, yeah. seek it. Like don't, it doesn't matter. Screw the people who are trying to judge you. If you need help, go get it. Yeah, I mean, going off that, like, one, I'm of the belief that therapy is incredible. I think that it's every time, I mean, it has changed my life in more ways than one. Um, going off of the news this week, though, it both of these just kind of hit me in a weird way. Like, Terry is 20 two years old and the way that he's talking about this sounds like a guy that was a Vietnam vet. It's like, I admire him because he he says there's more for me out in this vast world. And I am extremely excited to be able to explore that. And for the first time to be able to find my identity outside of being a basketball player, he's 22 and that's a pretty big lesson to learn and a lesson that a 22 year old maybe should not have to learn. You know, mm-hmm. like his brain is still developing and he's having to deal with this. Like that's and how many people in the NBA are dealing with it and just not saying anything, you know, exactly. like, I mean, I, I, anxiety is, is so common now. And men in particular, are just I don't know if it's their ego, if it's their they don't want to appear not masculine, but they're just afraid to talk about it. And it's just so, so silly. And and going off of that like with twitch it's you never ever 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 know what people are dealing with underneath like Mm -hmm. you could be the most outwardly jovial person on the world but everybody has demons and some of them are really 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 hard and shit happens in people's lives where sometimes they don't see a way out of those demons you know like Mm -hmm. i've 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 been there and the best feeling in the world is when you wake up the next day and it didn't work, you know, mm, like mm. I, I'll never forget that moment. I'll never forget both that. I'll never forget when I was in the darkest place in my life where that's what I thought I had to do. And I'll never forget the next day when it was just like a sort of, this could have been avoided if you talked about it, you know, like that's, I don't know, ever since this was around when my pops died about six years ago. And it's just like, ever since, ever since then, I, I, I mean, like I will overshare the hell out of my life just because I think it is better that way. Mm-hmm. Just because 
And if, if, if I'm explaining the, all the shit that I'm dealing with, it might give someone else, uh, like make them feel comfortable to talk about it. You know, a hundred percent. Yes, sir. Just by, just by talking about it. I don't know. I, I think that, I think that it's, especially with men, men just don't talk about what's going on in their head and worse. They're afraid of what's going on in their head. And it's just, it's just very, it's, it's kind of scary because there's a lot of men in this country and a lot, and just the math there, if the majority of the men aren't talking about their actual mental health problems, like just like fostering generational unhappiness, that might be a, a broad Man. swath, but that's that's what I think. No, 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 no. You, that ain't a broad swath at all, bro. Because I, um, me and my wife, uh, when we met and throughout even our relationship, like one of the biggest things that we talk about and try to make a conscious effort every single day, um, through every single situation, uh, is breaking those generational curses. And we all have, you know, just these things that our family for whatever reason for generations um it's been a certain way and so we're going to keep it a certain way we're going to teach you this certain way and in hopes of i guess uh subconsciously uh that you pass it on to your kids and they'll continue that uh quote-unquote tradition and it's it's that it's not healthy it's not healthy it's not right it's not fair um no it's a, it's a joke that me and my mom, we joke about to this day, uh, especially with me having a daughter, that when I asked for something when I was really, really small, I could have been two, three years old. And uh, they told me no. And of course, like a young kid, I'm like, why? Like, why can't I have it? Like, I asked for it. I didn't just go take it. Like, why can't I have it? And they told me whatever their response was, whatever the reason I couldn't have it. And uh I think it was maybe it was a comment like you being so spoiled to stop. And they were joking. It wasn't like some serious, but uh, my comeback was, well, I didn't ask to be here. And as, and as a parent, you like, you know, like this little month, you got a little smart mouth, but if you take a step back, it's like, you no, <laughs> you take a step back though. It's like, no, you're right. Like, um, you didn't ask to be here. You know, we wanted a child or whatever the issue, you know, whatever the situation was, you know, um, however the kid got here, like at the end of the day, they didn't ask to be here. So um, getting back on track as far as like those generational curses and things like that. Um, I want to touch on something that you said, Luke, because it is home for me. Really, really, really tough. Um, as y'all know, you know, a lot of us, well, all of us, we write um, for different Grizzly um, publications. Uh, but I've been writing for a long time, like as a kid. Shout out to John P. Freeman. They had writing camps and writing things back in Memphis that um, I just took a liking to. And it's, from there, it prepared me on to go to like different writing competitions. And it ended up being an outlet. Uh, I talked about it before on different podcasts, bro. Like I, I used to write papers for money just because it was easy for me. Like, and I like doing it. Um, but... What was I just talking about? Boy, I just get off track. I swear. Oh. Um, oh, here it is. Here it is. So you were talking about him being like his tone and his message. You would have thought it was a guy that, you know, was a Vietnam vet. Um, well, I went to college in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, Austin P. State. Let's go, P. Uh, <laughs> Austin P. State University. Um, and when I got up here, um, 
you know, it's a military town primarily. Um, I guess you would say the two biggest draws of income or economics is the, the school, the university, and the military. And so me coming from Memphis, um, I didn't really come in contact with too many people that was in different branches of the military. Like you may meet a family friend that, you know, he went in when he was younger and he retired and came back home to Memphis or moved his family to Memphis. And, you know, they will talk about their stories or whatever, but I never ever like met somebody that was actively in the military or was around people uh, that was active in the military. And so when I got up here, you know, talking to made a lot of great friends that was either active or retired and just chose to stay here. Uh, some of my best friends to this day that I talked to, um pretty often are you know military veterans um shout out to y'all y'all know who you are and um it's just one of those things where you start to pick up on just certain things and it almost took me back because i would get into not arguments but i would get into strong conversations with people um coming from memphis and seeing certain things and having friends and family come from certain situations like and I don't even have to experience it myself sometimes, but I just know it's a lot of people that's dealing with certain things, you know, from very, very young that actually shapes their life as they go on. Uh, point back at Josh Primo, he was talking about stuff that happened when he was a kid. Now, you, if, I'm going to paint a picture for y'all. You're a young kid, you're going through seeing, and again, I'm not, I'm not I'm using Josh as an example, but I'm not really poking at Josh, if that makes sense. Uh, you're a young kid and you're seeing certain things happen in your household, whether it be drugs, whether it be domestic violence, whether it be uh, whatever the case may be. You're seeing certain stuff in your neighborhoods, uh, murders, robberies. You're seeing um, just people being hateful to each other. You're seeing people hurt your family, hurting your mom, whether it be in relationships just as far as mentally. Uh, you're seeing all these different men or women growing through the house. No matter what the situation is, when that stuff piles up and you expect this person to be a law abiding, productive citizen in, in society, sometimes that stuff can come back to bite you. And I don't say like to use that as a crutch, but it's just the truth, man. Like you see so much growing up and then this stuff ends up coming out of you as you get older. And like you said, I don't have to go to the military to get PTSD when I've seen friends and family get killed in the street or robbed or hurt or raped or whatever the case may be like this is stuff that is real life that is prevalent it happens every single day and every i day. hope and pray to god that one day we can get a hold but we know that evil is going to be in the world it's always been in the world and it's never leaving um it just is what it is but you put on top of that compounded on everything that i just said now what you see and what you see and you go through what you go through every day now you realize that you have a talent and that talent can pay you multiple millions of dollars and all you got to do is stay on track and get there eventually so now as a 12 year old 13 14 year old um now you got people that um you know they're asking you for money they're trying to you know bribe you they're trying to just you know they're showing you this is fake situation because they want to be next to you when the money comes and so you're dealing with all of this you're dealing with the the stress of trying to you know see who's real who's fake and people taking advantage of you it just can get rough and then you finally make it and then you get all this money you get all this clout or what people think is all this money and this clout and you realize that oh, they just around me just because of what i could be 
And so now you have all this stuff in your head and it just, it, it can get really crazy, man. So, you know, I'm just, I want to paint that picture because it doesn't really, it's so many ways that this stuff can affect us. Trauma. I mean, that's what PTSD is post-traumatic, uh, Distress Dylan disorder. Distress. I think. Yeah, yeah. I almost said Dylan. My bad. You almost said it. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> I saw you it saw on your it. face. <laughs> yep, yeah. But um, I just say all that to say, man. Like people are dealing with so much, and like you said, I mean, it's especially men. If you express it, a lot of times you come off as weak. You come off as uh, you should have handled it because your granddad he handled it. Uh, your dad handled it. Your great granddad handled it. Like, bro. That's why I'm they die from high blood pressure. I ain't them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a reason why men, and, and I'm not trying to make this just about men, because women deal with these things, too. I'm just pointing out this because I am a man in the cold. Um, you know, if, if you can speak on that uh, really quick, coming from a, a woman's perspective, I definitely want to hear you on that. Uh, but just coming from a man, I know that the reason why our life expectancy is a lot lower than women. Yes, we do dumb stuff. Yes, we are. We're, we're definitely more apt to do some crazy stuff which could end our life earlier but a lot of times it's it's health too and the reason why you know men are dealing with so many health issues is for one they won't go to the hospital because of ego won't go to the doctor because of ego but then you hold in all this stuff and when you don't release stuff it stays in it festers up and it messes up your inside literally not figuratively literally i'm telling you what i know personally <laughs> um and if you don't find a way to release that stuff man it will kill you stress will kill you not talking to somebody will kill you. Not getting out your true feelings and emotions will kill you. It will. It, I mean, it's just a matter of time, but it will. And so um, just as far as, you know, your outlook as a woman, Nicole, um, on this on these situations that we're talking about, um, and I know you got to go, but I just want to just get your uh, just your thoughts on all this that we're talking about right now um, as far as these situations or just in general, just in general. We just, like I said, this open floor. Uh, we don't really have a, a set list, but I just want to, you know, uh, pass the ball to y'all on this because it needs to be talked about. Um, a lot of women are expected to put their emotions to the side because of their husbands, because of their mm -hmm. boyfriends, because of their kids. We're supposed mm -hmm. to be the homemakers, the housewives. And it's, it's basically just F us sometimes. Yeah. So it goes the same way for women. I know it's more oppressed in men, but women deal with it too. We just know how to hide it better. Yeah. And it's almost one of those things like, again, it goes back to the male in the sense that, well, I don't want you to get your feelings out because I don't want to get mine out. I want to suppress mine. So let me just go ahead and suppress yours real quick. What you saying don't matter to me. That makes me so And sad. it ain't right. It's like my mom. No, it's not right. My mom is one of the greatest human beings on the planet. And I had to, I, I grew up watching her having to hide how she was feeling sometimes. And it's awful. It's awful yep. when you see that in someone you care about. The helping, well, not helping, but you mentioned children. Uh, I think not stopping it, but it sounds so simple. I think if people speak to children like they're human beings, I think that's a huge step in the right direction. Um, I like I'm the oldest of six kids and my dad was in the Marine Corps for like 20 years. So I, he was overseas. So I, I kind of was over here doing a lot of stuff and it's, it's just, 
my mom talked to me like I was a human and that really meant a lot to me. And mm -hmm. as I grew up, I don't know, because I had a parent that talked to me like my opinions mattered. It made me feel like my emotions mattered. You know, like when you're a kid, so much, your, your life is crazy. And like you're experiencing a lot, like your emotions are all over the place. And if you just, as a, if you know, if, if you know you're being hurt as a kid, you're going to go through your life knowing that someone's hearing you. You know, if, if mm -hmm. you spend your life in a household where you're scared, where your parents, you know, don't, they yell at you, you know, like, like, like you're saying Primo's situation, his, his home, his home life doesn't sound like it was great growing up. Like mm -hmm. if maybe the smallest thing had changed, then it might've been different. It's, yep. it's easy coming and from a guy with no kids, but. But see, you're going to have people that, and I know Grizz Twitter, Grizz Nation, Grizz fans, we love y'all. But we know it's going to be some macho that's going to say, so what? And it's like, no, dog, like that's that's the issue. That's the issue. You're the, that's problem. the problem. Yes, that's the problem. Like, um, you, you, you talk about mass shootings in America. Like, yes, guns have been an issue for the, you know, as long as they've been around. Great. I know as a kid, for me, I didn't see mass shootings like we see. Like mm -hmm. Columbine was the only thing that I heard about. And I didn't even, I mean, I heard about it on the news. Like I don't, I couldn't even tell you as a kid when it happened. I just remember them talking about it one time and that was it. Yeah. I can't even keep up with the sites and the cities and the and the places no more, dog. Like it's it's crazy. But this stuff is ingrained in mental health. And it's probably because, like you said, Luke, people ain't listening to them. People, ain't people listen. aren't listening to anybody. They're not like people don't listen to each other. And we're all humans on the same planet and life is too short anyway. Why would we not do our best to help each other and listen to each other? Yep. It's easy to, I don't like, it's easy to listen to people and to help people. I don't get when people are assholes, part of my language. Like that's exhausting mm -hmm. for me. Like to, yep. to act like that, to act like, you don't feel your emotions like that's exhausting. I just I cried during a Google commercial this morning and it felt great. Like I, <laughs> it's just it's nice. I, I don't know. I yeah. Life is a lot easier if you just feel what you are actually feeling and mm -hmm. care enough about other people to care about what they're actually feeling. Yeah. And going back to what you were saying, Luke, like the, the, the being the a-hole thing, like what good comes from that, bro? Like this, I mean, I get it. You're going to have some people that like, well, I'm an alpha man, bro, or I'm direct or I'm blunt. Bro, at the end of the day, for real, for real, like you, you can be an alpha, you can get your point across, you can um, communicate your feelings and your thoughts effectively and still be all of those things without being an asshole. I mean, it's possible. I yeah. promise you. But it comes you down be to without you being a jackass. Exactly, exactly. But it comes down to you as a person. You don't want to accept responsibility or accountability that I'm this way because of whatever, and you're not addressing the real problem. Like that's really crazy that we're talking about like elementary stuff, bro. But it's it's stuff that festers over up into your adult life. Those bullies that you had back in the day was because most of the time they had issues in the home. It had nothing to do with you. It didn't. But they took it out on you because they saw something either in you or whatever. Go back. I got, man, these dudes, I went to war with these dudes, and I love them to death. 
my senior year, I ended up transferring to Wood, uh, Wooddale High School to play football there. And I had come from Southwind. Um, and I try to make this really, really quick. But I remember my first couple practices with these dudes. Well, one, they called me Southwind. They wouldn't call me by my name. But two, <laughs> the whole, I mean, for a while it was, man, you coming from this nice area, which a lot of people didn't know. I mean, Southwind, that area out there in Memphis, I mean, like, and I say Southwind, I'm talking about East Memphis. It's, I mean, we right down the street from each other, bro. Like, a couple yeah, streets yeah. <laughs> down, you're, you're zoned for Kirby, you're zoned for Southwind, you're zoned for Ridgeway, you're zoned for Wooddale. It's not a big difference. A lot, matter of fact, a lot of people went to different schools that lived by me, you know, so yeah. it, none of that made sense to me. It wasn't like I was living in, you know, Upper Collierville, Germantown, whatever. But I said, I had to say, like, it was a lot of comments and you know, the dog in me, the, the, the player in me was like, you know, I just gotta, I gotta show these dudes I can play. Like, once I can show I can play, y'all will let all that go. But, you know, you you probably skeptical to bring people in because of situations you're dealing with. You're probably thinking, all right, Southwind, they got these nice facilities, but we're with them. They're not putting money in top facilities at the time. Uh, you know, it's, we got these programs and things like that. But, you know, Memphis City Schools, they, I mean, they transfer now. I don't even think they call Memphis City Schools. The money has got all type of messed up and funds not where they need to be to help these kids. Like, I said it to say, man, it's just is is misguided anger, is misguided trauma, is misguided feelings that you know you got to deal with when people are hurting people. But um, and refusal just, to take responsibility for people's actions. Yep, that's it. And even 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 yourself, like dealing with it, like yeah, I'm going through stuff, but it don't make it right for me to go here and sit here and cuss out Luke because of what I got going on at home. I can't bring and put that on you because you got other stuff that you're dealing with. And yep. I don't know what you're dealing with. Me adding baggage to whatever you're dealing with can cause you to try to go do something to yourself. Yep. Like, think about it it's like good. that. Because I yep. I think I, I really hate when people start to, like, play stuff back when people are gone. Like, I wish I could have or I wish I would have. And it's like, bro, you had an opportunity right now after y'all are cutting this podcast off to do that right now. Why are they still here? You don't have to wait till they're gone to appreciate or text them or check up on them. And I'm talking to myself too. I ain't preaching. I'm talking to myself too. It's relationships and people that I, you know, definitely want to make sure that I'm reaching out because you just never know that that simple text or phone call may make that day. Exactly. I, I text my mom good night every single night because I didn't do mm. that enough with, with my dad when he was alive and it's nothing. It takes nothing. It takes two seconds. Night mom, you yep. know, like nothing. Yep. We get so caught up, like, man, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I got all this going on. I got the kids won't shut up. The dog won't stop crying. The cat won't eat the food. My job, they on me hard, man. My 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 my, my wife or my spouse, they 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 ain't been acting right. I get it. I get it. But sometimes, I mean, yeah, that that simple reach out, it helps so much. Cause you're and, not alone. I mean, that's mm-hmm. There's there's thousands of people that are experiencing the exact same shit you are. hundred percent. And that's one thing you was talking about earlier. Like it's so many people dealing with it now. Like I think it's more people open about it. I don't know if the numbers or the data, because I don't even know if they was tracking it, you know, so far back a couple of years, you know, I'm going to say in the 60s, 70s. I don't know if they were tracking this stuff. I think they would maybe just give them a pill and walking them out the door. And that was it. They said you were mean. 
Yeah. Like yeah, I remember you mean. in the sixties and seventies, kids, kids that were having mental health problems, they were just mean. Mm-hmm. You give them a like, a, a, a nerve pill or a crazy yep. pill, or you diagnose them with ADHD. Like, Misdiagnose them. Misdiagnose, you're right, hundred percent. Like, like, come on, dog. Like, it's so much more that we can do as a society. And again, this this podcast was for us to talk about this because, again, the Grizzlies they're gonna do what they're gonna do, and we love them for it. Uh, but it's just a lot going on, and we want to kind of shed light on that. Um, so I need to shout out um, Kevin Love talking about just bringing it back to the league. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Love, a man who's who's who spoke on what he was dealing with. A pretty prominent NBA. I think that was that was pretty big, you know. I mm-hmm. think, and he's got a whole, you know, he's got a fund that goes. It's a, it's just been established to inspire people to be the healthiest version of themselves, you know. Like people are, but that's one guy, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's one guy who has admitted that he's dealing with things and took action to help others, you know. Right. Like we could be doing a lot of change if every player in the league who was actually dealing with stuff set up a fund for other kids that were dealing with this. Yeah. What do you think? And and we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but what do you think is some of the things that like has caused it to spike, like just the the prevalence of mental health? Like, yeah. Like what, what what do you think is making it just so crazy nowadays? I don't know. That's a bad term, but uh, I mean, it's just, I think there's a lot of numbers. The the world is crazy right now, you know, like mm-hmm. between COVID, like like there's just we're kind of living or at least we were living in an unprecedented time. You know, like we've never seen the entire world shut down. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think COVID forced a lot of people to sit with themselves and think and for better or for worse, I think that caused a lot of people to either realize that they were dealing with some shit or and fix it or realize they were dealing with some shit and do everything they can to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do think COVID was a big thing the past couple of years where we have seen a lot of people just um, dealing with shit up here, mm-hmm. you know, like and acting on it, you know? Yep. Like, think about it, bro. For one, like you said, that's a great point. You having to sit, and I, I and this is just we all got it, so I don't feel wrong for saying this. But you have to sit in your mess. Yep. I think about just think about a dog that's in a crate that then pooped in the crate, and overnight because you sleep, the dog just sitting there in his mess, and yep. he, the dog can't do nothing but deal with it because I'm locked down. Like a lot of people had to go through that um, within the last you know two three years, and. If you were already struggling, just imagine what that feels like. So I had to sit here in my mess and deal with it. There's nothing else I can do but deal with it. But on top of that, you add the caveat. Now, I can't go out and interact. I can't go out and deflect. I can't do those things that I was doing to uh, basically get myself through. And then I get a phone call in a couple of days saying that I lost a friend to COVID or I lost a family member to COVID mm-hmm. or I lost multiple family members to COVID. Like, and we're not even talking about the psychological effects of the anxiety of I don't even want to go out my house because I don't want to catch it. Like, dude, like this is crazy. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns had like nine family members die from COVID. Bro, that's, I, that's crazy. 
I don't like his basketball play, but I don't do nothing. I mean, it, it, as far as that, I couldn't do nothing but damn to cry for dude because I couldn't imagine. I, I don't want to imagine. I don't want to put myself in that boat. You lost probably the most important person to you and your mom. I mean, he said that multiple times. Love his yep. dad. I know he do. Um, dad supports him and loves him, but like you lose your mom like that, and then like you said, multiple family members. I mean, that can that can that can mess somebody, and it will mess somebody up, man. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think one thing too, man. Like people, it's bad because people will do anything they can in their power to not talk about their stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of COVID. Like I know a lot of people that they'd stayed home and they drank all through COVID Mm -hmm. and drinking's the easiest thing you can do to not deal with your life. You know, like it's, it's the easiest, cheapest thing you can do to avoid it. And a lot of people did that, you know, and, and sucks. Yep. Yep. I piggyback on the question I asked you in regards to like what, what we think is causing so much. I think social media is the, like the biggest culprit. Uh, yeah. If y'all haven't watched on Netflix the social experiment, um, that documentary, dog, like it, it blew my mind. Because I mean, think about it really quick, and you go back on and you do whatever you do on your phone. But if you just sit there and watch that documentary, like you really realize how this stuff is just it's bad. And then you, you on top of everything you see on social media, you come desensitized to killings and all this other crazy stuff that you see because you, I guess, in the mind you think maybe it's fake. Like you maybe not come out and say that, but it's on the screen. So I'm used to watching it on TV. Um, yeah. It may not be real, but psychological damage that that's doing to us subconsciously. Um, yeah, you can't tell like, me it's not messing with your physical health. With with the, the last 10 years, with all the rise of all the social media stuff, it's like every single person suddenly felt like their voice mattered mm-hmm. and their opinion by the expert. And they, and they were able to, and, and they were able to do it without any consequences because they were able to do it from the dark behind mm-hmm. a computer. You yep. know, like it's, and people are mean. People are mean, and they're terrible. It sucks. Like, and it, yep. Especially on social media, like it's it's like that gives them an excuse to be the worst version of themselves, and I. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun. You'll you'll never see me from the stuff that I say. So they think because my screen name is. WPX one two three four five, and I don't have a profile picture. Or if I do, it's not even me. Like I can't remember who it was, but I was listening to a podcast a long time ago, and it said the reason why the generation of social media is how they are is because they just ain't never been punched in the face. And I don't Dude, condone yes, violence. Yes. <laughs> I don't condone no. violence, but some people just need to be punched in the face sometime, bro. I, I'm a pacifist. I, I don't. I don't like violence, but I'm like you. You can tell when a dude ain't like if you ain't been punched in the face, you can tell. <laughs> and like you, you take one good hit, it will change the way you walk around and talk to people. Yes, sir. Like, and I, yep. I, I'm not, I've not been like, I'm not up here talking about all the fights I've been in, been in like one, right? And I got punched mm-hmm. in the face, and it was enough. It was enough yep. for me to be like, you know, I should maybe <laughs> watch what I do in public. <laughs> Awful. Oh, it's, like, man. <laughs> it's like the Justin yeah. Bieber. Justin Bieber has that kind of face that I just want to pop. <laughs> Chris, oh, Paul, Chris Paul's got one of those faces. It's just like, eh, Boy, you, you. Don't let, 
Don't don't let you don't 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 get me started on my list, Luke, because there's a lot of punch yeah. in the faces, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. But again, we don't condone violence. We just keeping it real because there is no bluff, and we are gonna keep it honest. We are gonna keep it a hundred percent. Some people need we to be feel. punched in the face. <laughs> yes, yes, they do, and we'll be better for it. Um, yeah, man. Between those two things, I think that's the biggest thing. But what we can do, uh, I would say, um, to try to help. Again, just listen, like you said, Luke. Reach out to people, listen, be an open ear, be an open uh, platform for people to come and express themselves. Uh, don't make everything about you because everything ain't about you. Uh, again, nope. what I'm saying, I'm talking to myself, too. I'm not preaching to y'all. I'm talking to myself as we go through this thing. But um, that would just help us a lot. Like, it really would. Like, even going tying it back to sports, I know people like to get on Twitter and Instagram and talk crazy to these people that they don't like as far as athletes. But they humans, dog, and they dealing with stuff real life. LeBron James, I don't know how he has been at the top of the NBA for the last 20 years. Hasn't had a scandal. Hasn't had almost any dirt on his name. The worst thing that you can say is that he switched teams a couple times. And you, the hate that he gets in his social media comments, like, dog, you got to be <laughs> – You got to have crazy. the fortitude of like a like, – the only person that you're allowed to hate is Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I just needed him to stray on this one. There you go. There you go. I don't mind giving him some just because. Sure. But, man, going off what you were saying, like, if anyone is listening to this pod and any of our followers and you're dealing with something, tweet us. Like, I'll DM talk us. to you about it. D- DM us. Like, if you were yeah. dealing with some shit, DM us. Like, we, I like talking to people and I've, yep. I've got five brothers and sisters. I've had to do it a lot. Like DM us, like it's going to yep. be better than sitting on it. I just want to get 100%. that hundred percent. Yes. Yes. For real. For real. So, uh, and, and with that, we don't care if you grizzly fans or not, man. If we, if we, if yeah. we can be just an ear to listen, man, I swear, like we mean that sincerely. We wouldn't have brought this subject yes. up. This, this was not, Again, this is a Grizzly podcast. Like, it was very easy for us to come in and talk about Grizzly basketball. We could have converted to NBA basketball if we wanted to. Uh, no, we talked about this because we have discussed it in between ourselves. It's an important subject. And uh, like I said, I just felt like it was time, man. It was just too much. It's the holiday season. Uh, so losing people it's in the holiday like season. It, yeah, bro. It's 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 a lot that, that it can just – ooh, we. Yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah, man, if we can help in any way, definitely reach out. Um, I would love for us to try to get with some type of um, some type of program or something. Just you know, maybe just give back at some point. Like we'll work that out. Uh, if you have a program uh, that's dealing with mental health, definitely again DM us. You don't have to tweet us. Yeah. You don't have to be public. Uh, but that's something that's near and dear to all of us. So, um, we'll 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 we'll, we'll cut it short here because we can talk about this a lot. Um, there's a, so many avenues. That, that you can take on this uh, but at the end of the day man just know somebody care about you even if you feel like they don't somebody does so yeah. Luke you are you are it, love you are love yes sir 100% 100% so look we're gonna get out of here dog um, play of the week we may have some multiple uh, what we got for that yeah so so I'm, I'm, I'm combining them. Players of the week and Saiyans of the week. Just one epic beatdown. It's the whole team against Milwaukee. You know, like, mm-hmm. they're out there taking claws to the back. They're out there 
you know, like it was <laughs> every one of our guys showed up and they were like, you may have the best player on the planet, but but we're the best team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And team beats one guy every single time. So it's yep. cute that you brought him here, but like, sit down. Yeah. And I, I to that sort of like, just like, what do you call it? Like a punctuation <laughs> of a game. It's just I, the whole thing, the whole team, all the guys, you know, I didn't want to pick one perfect. guy because we were, you know, it was perfect. Like, and it's like you said, we could have come in here talking about the 41 point victory and talking about the whole time. But hundred percent. There's other shit. There's other shit that's important. <laughs> yep, yep. And shout out to Taylor Jenkins, man. Uh, you know he. Uh, I know that's his old squad. Bud is his almost sensei in a sense. Uh, so I know if we do end up playing them in the finals, it's gonna be rough for them because we got we we know your in and outs. Y'all gonna have to come up with a new playbook. And as we saw, we put up a wall on Giannis. So figure something else out. And uh, boot and holders, I guess that was so bad. Coach Bud, uh, <laughs> sorry, his coaching Man. tree is is pretty good. Yeah, like because he's yeah. got Quinn Snyder, Taylor Jenkins, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who who else? Wanton, uh, not Will Hardy. No, uh, the guy the guy that was with the Nets. Yes, he's on the uh, he's on the Warriors now. He was about to get the job somewhere yeah. else this offseason. They didn't take it. I know who you're talking about, though. I can't think of his name. My bad, dude. Whoever you are. No, no, no. I, I, I might have found it. I might have found it. Nope. I uh, find it. <laughs> Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham. This is Kenny. Oh, I got it. Kenny Atkinson. That's who it is. Yes. That's who it is. Guys coached that Atlanta team and sent four guys to the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they was all role players. They were not really all-star players, but Kyle I mean, playing Horvitz. basketball like that. Yeah, for real. Never would have thought he would have made an all-star team, but he did. No. It's on his resume. <laughs> he can tell his great. It's on his resume. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that, that coaching tree is amazing, dog. So I mean you you do trust pretty much anybody that's come from there because they they making things happen. Even Darvin Ham. They're not yeah. in a perfect situation in LA, but they look way better than what they did last year with not as much talent as I feel like they had last year. Um, and then you got Russ to buy into a six man role that that, that that tops everything because no other coach I think would have been able to do that. I, I mean, Vogel, look at Vogel last year. Like, and Vogel's a good coach, but what what, what Darvin Ham's doing is different, you know, like that's. He's, yeah. Vogel's an ex's and old's coach. Darwin is a player's coach. And this is this yep. is different when it comes down to that. Yep. So, yeah, man. Shout out to the Grizzlies on as a whole. Uh, we actually gonna catch them in a little bit. We got about an hour and a half before they tee off. Throw the ball up and, and and go ahead and whoop up on these Thunder. I haven't checked the uh, PR to see if anybody's sitting out. I hope they don't, but if they do, I still think we're gonna get a dub. So let's end it yeah. on predictions. Let's end it on predictions. Uh, we already said our predictions last week for this game. So uh this coming up week, we do have a three-game slate, I guess, before we talk to each other again. Uh it's the Christmas holiday. So we probably won't have a podcast coming out. If we do, we may do something early. I don't know, uh, throughout the week to get something for y'all next Monday. But it's a holiday weekend coming up, so you may not hear from us. We'll see. But we got the Nuggets. It's a road trip, West Coast road trip. We got the Nuggets. 
uh, on Tuesday, on Friday, we had the Suns, and then on Sunday, Christmas Day, we got the Warriors. I don't care who they have uh, playing. I just want to beat up on them. So I'm going to have a New Jersey. I don't know who it's going to be. It's either going to be Bane, <laughs> Jitty, or LaRavia. I asked for one of them. Oh, snap. Okay. I'll send you my Dylan one. I'll, I'll mail it to you. Brother, 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 just keep it. Just keep it. Just hey, keep it. Hey, we look, we ain't even, we ain't even made it close to the season. We're getting real close to where you're going to have to get one. You're right. You're right. But I'm going to wait until they decide to extend him if I do decide that it's been proven that he buys in. So we'll see. We'll see. Because I hate to be like Chris Vernon buy a Milton jersey and then he don't even be here the next year. Uh, that sucks. That, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was that as was close suck. to doing it last year. I was real close. Me too. Me too. The number, the name, and the player, you know, like, nah, I was close, but I'm glad I didn't. So what you got? I got a feeling I know what you're going to say, but, man, what, what you got on these on this three-game slate next week? Two and one. What? I really like Denver. I think that Denver game might be uh, – that. That's the, I'm worried about that game. Uh, mm-hmm. I had Denver finishing first in my preseason – standings i had them with the one seed and i think us at the two seed mm-hmm. but I, I think denver is just playing really good yeah well I I, shit, they got they got beat by 26 by the lakers you know i'm gonna change my answer three three oh three oh might as well keep this gravy train running just say three oh every week <laughs> yeah for real yeah i'm with you on that one three oh that'll put our win streak at if we win tonight 11 10 or 11 or 10 yeah one of them Man, I was talking I to a buddy. We're eight day. now, like, right? Yeah, I think we're on eight. And then so we'll be nine, oh, so 10, 11. Would it be? I can't. I, yeah, we, this ain't the math podcast. Yeah. Math, yeah. yeah, no math. No math. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. The free basketball is the math podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You want numbers? Go ahead and we'll listen to Brian uh, at the free basketball podcast. We got you. Yeah, I'm with you. Three and oh, I, I can rock with it. Um, the Nuggets, they up and down this year. Uh, Murray is not 100%. I mean, he's playing decent basketball, but uh, I just hope Jock jumps up and dunks on Jokic. That would make my Christmas. I know we want to beat the Warriors, but I want to see him dunk on Jokic. And I love Jokic, but I just want to see it happen. Yeah. I mean, he, he's not done it yet, and that's that's kind of one of the guys that he's due for one. Yep, yep. He almost got somebody the other night. Oh, I was hoping. I think, was it Bobby Porter? Oh, oh, it was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Have to lock that man up, put him in 201 popular. He'd be trying to murder people. Man, we crazy. might be on a 12 0 run without Bane. That's crazy. That's nuts. Like, That's nuts. And, and you mentioned it. I think it may have it may have been both you and the code, but I know it came from you. On a few podcasts, y'all were saying that this team as constructed could possibly win a championship without Bane. And I was in my head, like, hell no. Nah. Like, no, nah, y'all tripping. I didn't say it, but I was like, no, nah, y'all tripping. But I don't know, dog. The way they, the way they playing, I hate. I, you know what? I don't even want to throw that out there because that would mean that this, this, this thing that's going on with his foot that you know that <laughs> that's what that would mean that it's going bad and he's going to get surgery. And we don't have him for the rest of the years. So I don't even want to think about that. So I, we're not winning a championship without Bang. We're gonna win it with him. Yep. <laughs> I just can't believe like we're winning these games and it's guys like Santi and David Roddy that are winning it for us. It's just awesome. It's awesome. It's nuts. It is nuts. Well, man, another long pod this week. Um, but again, I love them because that means that we are talking about something. 
of substance. I would hope y'all let us know if we're not, but I hope that <laughs> you tuned in uh, this episode and took something from it. I hope it helped in some kind of way. Uh, you know, share it with somebody that you think that may, I don't want to say need to listen, but may want to listen to something like this. Um, and again, it's not an everyday thing. It's not an every episode thing. And this is the first time that we've kind of deviated from mainly talking about basketball, but we definitely needed to talk about it. And um, like I said, I hope it helps somebody. Uh, I know it's therapeutic for me personally. Luke almost had me tear up a little bit earlier. So, sure. and make sure y'all listening to the whole uh, podcast too, because y'all missed out on a giveaway last episode. It was mm-hmm. almost a full 48 hours before we got our winner because nobody listened to the very end. So shame on you. Shame. Shame on you. <laughs> I don't so know your names, but shame. <laughs> yeah, shame. Shame. Luke, before we go, man, you got anything else that you want to announce? Anything coming up? Uh, I, I should have a piece dropping this coming week about – um, just sort of looking at all the draft picks the Grizzlies have for the next few seasons. Um, okay. You know, I guess it was yesterday. We're just really – we're coming up on trade season, you know, and mm-hmm. we got like 15, 16 draft picks that aren't all ours. We got some – like we're getting picks still from the Gasol trade, the Iguodala trade, the Grayson Allen trade. They're starting to come to fruition, and this piece is kind of examining – all these picks, where they came from, and what we could potentially do with them. Yeah, dope. Well, I'm ready to I'm ready to read that for sure. Um, I want to make sure I got the name of the the person that was the winner, uh, Zachary Bergren. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, their last name Zachary, but shout out to you. Uh, was the winner of that uh, that giveaway? So uh, I believe Daniel will be reaching out to you via DM if he hasn't already to get you that Grizz nine hundred one shirt. Do we, and uh, do we need to do another giveaway? Uh, he didn't let me know. I think. No, I think he's can doing one on their brothers podcast. and sisters. I have. Tweet us. That's stupid. Yeah, tweet, tweet us that tweet number. No, no. Tweet, I have. <laughs> tweet us that number, and and we you may have something special for Christmas. We'll, yeah, 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 let's see. Let's it see might just be a picture that I little. draw you. Hey. Could be a million dollars. You don't know. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't. We ain't gonna tell you. So, but that's all we got today, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all staying to the end. If you did, give us a follow on Twitter. Share this with some friends, family, some other Grizz fans that ain't listened to us before. Uh, and again, I hope we provide y'all with quality, good content that's easy to listen to, um, that's impactful at the same time, but fun as well. So, uh, we're gonna catch this game tonight. And we will see y'all, if not before Christmas, we'll see y'all after Christmas. So I want to wish y'all a happy holidays. Merry Christmas Mm -hmm. to everybody. Y'all be safe out there. And as always, go Grizz. Go Grizz.